Okay. So right. here's my here's my um. Brooks said nice. <laughs> Thanks, Brooks. No problem. Uh, who wh- who are our characters? Let's start there. Cumulonimbus. Okay. I'm a ranger. Okay. I'm Rudo Cherry One. I'm a monk. Don't forget it. Uh-huh. Realm of Victor Goba. I'm a sorcerer. Oh God, I love this game. <laughs> Already? Yeah. All right. been a while nah. since we've, we've been on an adventure, but that the, in that time, your characters have also done lots of cool stuff. <laughs> You've done a bunch of stuff off camera. What you're saying is that we've all accessed the click remote yeah. and we've been running on autopilot until now. Yeah. So you've all done things, but you just don't remember them. Right. But um, anyway, um. You, what you do remember is that there was a big, big monster that was, like, mm-hmm. attacking you sometimes. Yeah. Hate that well, guy. Uh, we've all reunited once again. You know, mm-hmm. you've been on adventures together, some solo adventures, taking care of your own business. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's big time. It's time to reunite and take down the, the monster man. Mon- so, monster Mamma Jamma? Yeah. So that's why we've all gathered today outside of the city of Waterdeep, where you were called for a meeting. Mm-hmm. With the, uh, what, what I forget, was it the Institute? At the Aurora Institute? The Institute, yeah. Oh my God. So all the uh, members Memories. of the Institute have called you here today to discuss the uh, coming attack on, okay. on the big monster. Okay. Let's just go around round robin and everybody say their names. <laughs> uh, so you, all three of you, uh-huh. from three different directions, you all walk up a path and you bump into each other. And it's cool. Oh yeah, hey. Hey, uh, hey. hey. Ah, long time no see. Hey, what's up? <laughs> you How know, you guys doing? We're doing pretty good. I'm all right. It's a new year, you know, in this fantasy world. So I'm, I got. <laughs> Do you we know. have years in fantasy world? It's the year 300 after landing. 300. That's it. Uh huh. For sure. I don't know. That was, that was Game of Thrones. Ah. Uh, it's time for we're, this episode's called Rudo's Rebellion. I say in the universe. Thank you. <laughs> I say to everyone. I say. So there is kind of a a little campsite set up. And you walk over mm-hmm. and you see all of your friends who you remember from the Institute. What are their names again? You tell I remem- me. Hey, it's Rex Tyrannosaurus, the one that I remember. He, he doesn't work there. He, but, are you sure? Go off. He, he's just a guy, but go off. I, there's Jock. No. <laughs> That's the guy who died, huh? He was the rich guy. The werewolf like, man. Episode two. Yeah. Oh, and Gigantic he... Larry. What's up? Gigantic Larry's not there. He's not a member of the Institute. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the three. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't remember any. Oh, great. So you walk up and greeting you there is the boss of the Institute uh-huh. who's named the boss. Okay. Ah. The boss is a female, right? Yes. Yeah. Half orc. Big woman. Got it. Large. Ah, it's so great for all my friends to be reunited <laughs> here today. Let's all bring it in for a big hug and remember mm-hmm. all the times we had together. Okay. Uh, 
Do you bring it in for a big hug or what? Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm kind of okay. looking at the other two like, yeah? Like, <laughs> is this normal to y'all? <laughs> yeah, I think Boss it's normal. gave me awesome lenses for the Christmas episode, but I lost my character sheet, so I don't have them anymore. But <laughs> I remember they were very important to me, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to really ask where all your cool stuff was. Ramavik you know. is living a life of like a... Like no, he doesn't need material possessions anymore. He, he doesn't. Kind of, I, I became an aesthetic. I am no longer a a man of material possessions. I am. After yeah. not getting your own special episode like me and Kimulo, you decided yeah. to to take a sort of <laughs> yeah. new path. All I have on here in all caps, it just says no money left. You do have a kazoo though. I do have a kazoo. I don't even remember how you got that. I don't know. Um. Okay. So. Uh. Well. The bo- this is the boss voice. Well, since we're all here, let me show you uh, what we have planned. And the boss leads you over to kind of this... It's a bunch of seats set up in front of a big chalkboard. Mm-hmm. And standing there uh, is another character, you remember, who is named Dr. Gom. Uh-huh. And he's like the scientist man. That's not the little boy that Kimulo is friends with? <laughs> not Christopher. It's not, no, but um, <laughs> I'm, I see you're ahead of me here. Okay, great. Can't wait to see him. It's starting It's starting to come back, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I forgot about Christopher. No one else did. No. <laughs> so, uh, and all of the other. <laughs> I hate that he just said, it's that little boy that Kim is friends with. <laughs> it is. It's, he's not That's wrong. He is. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so everyone sits down. All of the members you remember, including yes. Tyr, uh, Dr. Com, yes, the, the weapon master, and Finch, mm-hmm. who is the the communications and scouting, and all of them are there. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Gom says, "Okay." He just has a normal normal voice, which is my voice. Mm-hmm. He says, "Okay." Now that everyone's here, it's a uh, about time we, you know, debrief and go over the plan. And he flips over the chalkboard and says. He flips, there is writing on one side, but he flips it over to a blank side. <laughs> cool. And he says, uh, before we uh, begin, you know, getting to the nitty gritty, I just wanted to remember the fun times, the fond memories that we all shared together of talking to you three while you had fun adventures. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, we love that. So if someone would be so kind as to, and then Christopher from behind the tree walks out. <laughs> And he's holding a big, like those old fashioned movie reels. Okay. Uh huh. And he sets one, he just, that's how he talks, right? <laughs> yeah, he's Not a little gremlin, yeah. <laughs> that's how he talks in this world now. Okay. And he sets it up, and uh, th- it, this is nighttime, so you can see it, by the way. Okay. Um, so he sets it up on the projector, and it begins playing. Okay. And it's a film, it's, it's like a movie trailer, basically, of. Whoa, what the fuck? Do we have uh, movies in this world? We do now. It starts. This is the first do, one I'm seeing, right? We, we do for this bit. It Damn, with, this wall's moving. Five hundred twenty-one thousand no. six. No. Yeah, that's how long it's been since we played. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it's basically a reenact. It's like a shitty. You know when they do like crime reenactments on TV yeah. shows. You know, like the good ones. Yeah, it's one of those. Mm-hmm. So all of the actors are made to look like you, but kind of off. Okay pretty good so, so then there's a scene of all three of you running away from like the Feywild as like the beast chases you <laughs> yeah but there's also like a fourth very handsome blonde man with you who's like he's like really buff he looks like um thor mm-hmm. like the guy who plays thor yeah with you and he has a deep voice and he's like my friends we must go and then uh 
everyone's like, yes, the leader of our group. Thank you. And then there's another one where you're like, fi- be- when like Ralmovic's being fired out of the cannon. But oh, yeah. uh, this, this big buff guy is like fighting pirates on the ship and stuff like that. Right. And then it ends and it says, executive producer Rex Tyrannosaurus. Oh, yeah. Nice. Missed you. So. Uh, Gone too soon. It ends. He's alive. Good. <laughs> so it ends. And then Dr. Gom says, it may not be factually accurate, but, you know. It might as well be. This is the best we have. Uh, So now that we, you know, remembered some things, let's get into the serious discussion. Okay. Yeah. The the beast known as the Tarasque, Uh uh, we've been monitoring its movements, and it seems like it's scheduled to attack Waterdeep tomorrow morning. Okay. Uh, What we do know about it is based on our research is that there is one way to see that seems to damage the beast and it is its blood which is corrosive and does damage even it even to itself so uh we don't have lots of that on hand you don't have a lot of tarasque blood we don't we do not we unfortunately do not have a lot of tarasque blood okay uh but what we do have is this and then he reaches down and it's in a like glass box and it's a kind of glowing purple orb. And he says... What is that? Uh, it's terrestrial blood. It's what we have of it. Uh, it's purple glowing? That's all, huh? It, goes, it, it's an, it comes in orb shape? Is that no, how they, he put it, it he works? No, he put it in an orb to make it, like, cool. Ah, I see, I see. So we can, like, handle it. I totally knew that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he says, you know, it in battle with the beast, you make... It does, you know... As we also know, launch those little minions, which you remember... So if you can... The minions like banana? It's like banana, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can gain blood from them and use it against the beast. Or okay. as a last resort, we do have this. And he holds up the orb. Uh, the it's We... Hmm. And he's kind of like pulling at his collar. He's like... Ugh, uh, the seems... The beast does have a hard outer layer. It's shell. It's thick carapace. Yeah. So directly, you know... Hitting the beast with this will not do enough damage. To... We have to hit it under the tongue. We gotta go in Jabu Jabu's belly. It, yes. However, despite having this, we do not know what happens if someone was to, shall we say, enter a Tarasque. I'm not entering it. So, and oh, this yeah. is a very volatile device. What I mean to say is that should the time come that we need to use this against the beast, someone may need to make a sacrifice. <sighs> To defeat the beast. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, nice. Would anyone uh, like, like to sacrifice their life? Like to hold on to this device? I'll take it for the time. Yeah, Ravovic's been holding on to a lot of stuff in our adventures. <laughs> Maybe he could keep holding on to this one. Okay, so he handed. I have given away all my possessions, and I am ready to give up my life for the greater cause. I have uh, found new spiritual enlightenment on my journeys, and I am ready to make the ultimate sacrifice to save this world. Damn, I am no dude. longer the greedy. That's deep. Losing a character sheet really changes a man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, it does. <laughs> I'm like level eight, so I'm glowing with monk energy, and I'm still like, damn. Um, so that will be the uh, last resort. Uh, as for our battle plans, we expect the beast to be summoned somewhere here, and he circles a little area, um, the chalkboard, outside of the city. Uh, f- we will have reinforcements, first from the Feywild, our friends there. Uh, we plan on leading the beast away towards the seaside, where our naval forces will begin to bombard the beast. Uh-huh. And after that, 
well, there's no way to fully predict what will happen, but we'll just, you know, have to take it from there. Uh, but, you know, I don't want it to be all doom and gloom. We mm-hmm. do, uh, in order to thank you, noble souls, for helping us out defeat this beast, we do have some rewards for you. Okay. And then Christopher nice. walks out again with one with a really big, like, ornate chest. Okay. And he drops it down with a big clunk. Is it bigger than him? It's bigger than him, yeah. Um, so he opens it up, and uh, the weapons master, the elf tier, who also just has a regular voice like me, mm-hmm. he says, yes, these are some of my... Well, I won't say from my vault, but I took special care to create these items specifically for mm-hmm. you three. Mm-hmm. And Christopher digs in and he takes out the first one. And he hands to Rudo. Hey. This is this is uh tear speaking. The Waterdeep Champion's belt. Oh my. Uh wow. so I'll I'm breaking in and out to tell you what you can actually do with this thing. Okay. So uh this will grant you the ability finisher. Fuck yeah, dude. So you can designate one maneuver. Whatever the maneuver is, you have to do it every time. The same maneuver. You can designate one maneuver as your finisher. After successfully hitting this maneuver, you roll a strength check to pin the target. If successful, the target is incapacitated for one turn. Okay. So that's yours. For Kimulo, the evergreen branch. Oh, wow. Summon. That's my favorite. Summon a spirit of the forest. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. The spirit takes the form of your choosing, and you are in control of it. It lasts for two turns. So, like, like it can become, like, an even bigger giant monster. Well, it can become an animal that you choose, and you will act as you choose within the boundaries of what I say is good. Can it be a camel? It could be if if you want to. Okay, I'm just wondering, like, what to... And then it lasts for two turns. Okay. And for uh, Ramovic, uh, this was designed with your, you know, I didn't know you you were taking a monk-like, you know, pursuit to your life. So I did uh, create for you the Pendant of Agalor the Deceitful, Spectral Lord of the Realms, and the Merciless Trickster. What the fuck? Uh, What this allows you to do is cast invisibility on any target, and it will last until the target makes an action or an action is taken against it pretty good i will accept this humbly for i am aware that even though i have changed i cannot escape my past (laughs) and i must confront it Uh, we're all our parents yeah (laughs) so let's all uh get a good night's sleep because we. i have have a question yes okay so the tarask has like really hard armor right Mm mm-hmm Sure. Here's a question. I just thought maybe I'm, I don't get it. What is the point of having the forces of Feywild and then the ships attack the Tarask if it has really hard armor that we can't break? It does have hard armor, but we intend with our overwhelming forces to intend to, you know, chip away at the beast to expose some of beneath the carapace yeah. so we can harm it. Oh, and once you expose the, the beneath the carapace, that's when I do the suicide thing, right? To open up even further. Or if you can, you know, Get it inside the beast. Yeah, we don't gotta do it if we don't need to, but... I just want to make sure I know exactly, like, the logistics of the plan, you know? I don't want to screw it up on the on the day of, you know, Armageddon, so... Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I got it. Okay. And with that settled, let's all get a good night's sleep and hope nothing happens in the middle of the night. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
Love me a long rest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what, what are we doing? We're going to bed. We're getting a good eight hours before we fight the monster. Yeah, I'm ironing my clothes for the next day. Okay. I put the uh, Waterdeep Champions belt underneath the belt that I'm already wearing. Ah. Okay. So I have it on. It just, okay. It's not, it doesn't look as cool as, you know. As yours, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we all... What are you doing, Rao? Oh, I'm sleeping. That's why. <laughs> I'm getting a good 11 hours, I think. Oh, damn. Uh, well, I'll say you get about six hours before you hear a great rumbling. I mean, six hours is, is doable. Oh, wait, you Somebody's hungry. So, yeah, it's me. It's my belly. I have to go immediately. Um, so a big rumbling awakes you. Um, and you look around and you notice that the beast isn't where it's supposed to be. So it's the beast. It's, it is, well, nothing is happening in the forest area where the beast was intended to appear, but you do see from your um, vantage point, you know, outside of Waterdeep, you do see a building collapse. Huh. And smoke rises. Good. And you We hear, can see this at night? It's morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. And uh, you hear a loud thundering roar from the direction of the city. Uh, I wonder what that is. Yeah. Uh, well, so the boss gets up and, well, this isn't uh, as we planned, but I think it's time. To the city. To the city. All right. I'm just having a flashback of when we like played our very first game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, was it Ramovic or did you make a new character? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But remember, he would just always back up. Like, <laughs> you're like, oh, it's 20 feet. And... He would just be at 20 yeah. or like 30. Yes. It was great. It's pretty good. Yeah. That was my strategy of just escape, 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 escape. It was. <laughs> I have 120 range. I'm going to use it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've had some so, good times on this podcast. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, Dr. Gom stays behind. He says, I'll, the portal to the Feywild isn't ready. Like, I'll start opening it, but we, we need to take care of this right now. Go. Go ahead. Run. Okay. I run. Hustle, though. We're all running to the to the city. Well, uh, some of us are riding on our heelys, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you approach the city and see it is in total chaos. People running around the streets, just smoke rising from everywhere. Mm-hmm. And from the center of the city, you see the Tarasque arise. Is there any songs playing? What, would you like a song to be playing? Like, I kind of thought you might have written that in. Like a, like Hopes and Dreams? Like maybe like a Red Hot Chili Pepper song or something? A battle theme. The terrestrial arises. Oh, <laughs> Y'all hear that shit? <laughs> I'll I'll put that in in post. Okay. So, so yeah, um, you see the terrestrial roar from the middle of the city, God. and then uh, in front of you on the water deep city streets, you see kind of these these spine like uh, things land and stick themselves in the city, Ew. in the city ground, and then. How large? Maybe like the size of like a big dog. Okay. And then they kind of morph out of their spine form and take a four-legged form. Ew, I'm And how at you. Don't and, like uh, that. They I are impeding your path, and I believe it's time to roll initiative. All right. Do you remember? Time to roll initiative. Yeah, you roll 20. Mm-hmm. There we go. It's been a while. Ah, uh, damn it. What do we got? Kim. 17. Okay. 
Uh, Ralph? 14 for, sorry. Just Rudo, Rudo charging in here. Rudo 14. Rao? 12. Okay, so Kim, you are up first. I don't want to. <laughs> All right. What do they look like again? They're just. They're, are of, they like jelly? Or are they they're hard? They're like craggy and like dripping and gross. You know, like like normal, like regular style. It's a normal dog. Just normal, like snarling, like big teeth, like spiny, craggy. They have big purple tongues and red eyes. I don't want to see it. I don't want to be near it. Okay. Well, How many are there? Uh, four. And they're like all in view. Yeah, they're like in a line in front of you, like blocking your path down the street. Can I like hail my thorns? What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Bitch, I haven't played this game in years. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I can cure wounds and hail of thorns. You can shoot arrows too. Okay, I'll shoot my arrow then. Damn. Do you remember how to do that? Nope. Yes. Six, you roll one for, D8, here's P how, plus here's three. Here's how combat works in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I just told you. Good to be back. You roll it first. You roll a d twenty. Got it. To see if your roll is higher than the target's armor class. Can do it. Am I doing it? Yes. And your modifier is six. Nope. So you add six to that. Ten. No. Damn. (laughs) Why didn't I get Um, seventeen? Who's next, Rudo? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, you're up. Um, could I just get a quick refresher on Dungeons and Dragons combat with regard to unarmed strike? Uh, in in what form? If I was to just go up to one of the nasty dogs and punch it, how much damage? Is that good to do? Yeah, it won't do any damage to you, don't worry about it. Yeah, you're good. And I know how much it would do from... Uh, what level are you? You're level 8? Yeah. It's like, I think... 1d6? I'm not sure. Do you, have have... The, do you have the player's handbook read at the ready? No, I, I have the character sheet that says, it's from when I was level 5, but it says 1d6 plus 4, but then underneath it I have to hit equals punch equals d20 plus 7. Okay, so that's, but you'll have to roll to hit the creature. And the oh, D6 that's to hit. One. Okay, yes, that yes. is what that means. Okay. Yes. Right, you roll to hit and then you do damage. Fuck, yes, yeah. Like, like we just did with Kim. Yeah, and then you, you oh, I have some sort of hit that like you does a lot of damage even if I like it has a big anyways, I'll go up and I'm gonna punch uh the closest dog and I'm gonna use my extra attack that I have and I'm gonna do it twice, hopefully. Okay. So roll the hit. So my first roll is uh twenty two. Okay, that hits. And the second roll is a twelve. That hits. Alright, so I'm just gonna giving him the old right hook followed by a left uh takedown punch. Okay, roll damage. Uh, it's, and it's... We'll go with 1d6 plus 4, that sounds fair? That's what it is, I think, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a 6 plus 4, that's a 10. Okay. And that's a 4 plus 4 is 8. So you... What was it, right and then the left? Yeah. You swing around with one hand and combo it into the other... And just Fuck send yeah. this thing flying into a building. Oh, yeah. Where it crashes in and collapses. I thought there were no buildings. There are. We're in the middle of the city. Oh, I thought they all collapsed. No, just like big ones. Oh, okay. I um, turn around and, and look at my friends and I'm like, eh? Mm-hmm. Am I right? right? 
Mm-hmm. I give him a big thumbs up. <laughs> All right, cool. I do a standing backflip. Uh, it is Relevic's turn. Uh, how far away from me is the nearest monstrosity? Uh, let's say uh, 20 feet. How far away is the nearest monstrosity from Kimulo or um, my wrestling friend here? Rudo um, Cherry Wine. Maybe about Thank you. 15 from uh, Rudo, because he like ran up to punch it. And Kim's the same distance away as you. Right, so then I will target the monstrosity nearest to Rudo and cast Flame Bolt at okay. him. Which I do that. by uh, doing what again? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just roll the hit? Yeah, I do. I just roll... Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, okay. I think I know what to do. I, I roll this. Thanks for sticking... Everyone, thanks for sticking with us this long. <laughs> there you go. Do I hit? I got a 14. Yes. Nice. I do. Hmm? I do 14 plus 5. 19 damage. This, uh... It's fire damage, though, so... Okay, this monstrosity is just engulfs in flames, and it sizzles into a crisp on the ground before you. Ah. Pretty good. So there are two remaining. Okay. And now it is their turn. Nice, and it's going to kill me. Oh, fuck. And, uh, let's see. Don't, you can't look at my dice. I can't look at your dice. So one of them will run towards Kimulo. Cute. And what's your armor class? Uh, 14. It chomps at your ankles. Okay. But it misses. Nice. The second one will run towards Rudo, and what's your armor class? Fucking, you know, uh, 12. Okay, so this will hit you, and it will do, again, this one chomps at your ankles, and it will do 8 damage. Alright. And and you don't like it. I don't! Your healies are still intact, though. Yeah. Alright. Um, Kimilo. It's my turn. Yes. Taking this bitch down. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll. Okay. This time I'm going to hit it. Mm-hmm. 18, nice. Okay, Plus what? You got it. Okay. You already Hold on, it. I have a question. I'm sorry you, that I'm interrupting the gameplay. You attack too. Okay. Hello? So you can attack twice. Yeah, sorry. Hi. Uh, just a question. How is your armor 12? Brooks? Me? Yeah, uh, Brooks. I don't fucking know. That's what my thing says. <laughs> I okay, think so you get, like, an unarmored bonus or something. What is your dexterity modifier, and what is your wisdom modifier? Uh, dexterity is plus Those should three. be your highest stats, yeah. Uh-huh. And then wisdom is plus two. Right, so that's... You add those together to five, and your base armor is ten, so you have 15 armor class. Yeah, fuck that dog. <laughs> Well, the dog still would have hit you. So. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that at the time. Well, so the dog's it, attack worked. It, it was like yeah, a, I'm, I'm just saying, change is fifteen for 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 the remainder okay. of the game. <laughs> it is. Okay. It is changed. Thank you. Okay. So Kimulo. Yeah, you're up. I rolled eighteen. You hit. I hit. And you can do an extra attack. So that means you roll again. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the same one, or would it be on a different one? Because there's two left. For the sake of the game, the game, I'll mm-hmm. say you can choose to attack a different. Right. You can do a cool, like, double arrow. Yeah. Ooh. One with my foot. Like, I'm going to do, like, a back. Well, let's see. If I, I, hit. I meant, like, two arrows fired at once. No, but, like, I mean, it's up, for your, it's up for your interpretation. I don't she know. died trying I to fire two arrows at once. 
What was it? Plus plus six. Yeah, plus six. Fourteen. You hit it. Okay. So you're gonna go for both. Yeah. How are you attempting this maneuver? I'm gonna do like a back bend. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot up in the air, and mm-hmm. I have a another arrow between my toes. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna shoot up in the air. So you're bare, in... you're barefoot. Yeah. Okay. I can do it. Okay. And I'm doing a back bend uh-huh. for those at home listening. <laughs> Kim is actually doing it. I'm actually life. trying to do a back bend. Wow. And I can't do it though, mm-hmm. but Kim Yulin can. Mm-hmm. And she, she fires the arrow at mm-hmm. the monstrosity thingy, mm-hmm. and then with her foot she reloads it, and okay. she it like shoots off to the. So this is one. just kind of a theatrical presentation of something you could have done very easily. Yeah. Okay. Well, you hit both. Got it. Um. So roll for damage. Okay. You do one d eight plus three. This one. One d eight. Five. Eight. Okay. And another one. Yeah. Yeah, four. So one of them is pinned to the ground and not moving, but the other one—that's one with my foot—is other. The last one remains, and it is, I believe, Rudo's turn. Yes. Hey. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. This time, I'm gonna use my leggies, and I'm gonna do two kicks at him. Okay. (laughs) Rolled it. That's uh fucking. It's roll to hit. It's plus. I got a nine, and then. The next one, I got a 17. Okay, that one hits. Cool. The first kick was going to be like a pop-up in the air, and then the second mm-hmm. one was going to be sort of a put him back down. So I'll just do the second second kind of kick. Mm-hmm. So that's a uh, fucking D6. That's another... I'm not lying. It's another 6 plus 4. I believe it. Uh, and you send... Uh, like you did with the other creature, you send this one flying, and you're just destroying property all around you. Yeah, uh-huh. I millie rock. It's good. <laughs> Brooks is allowed to Millie Rock and I can't. I didn't say he could. Oh, true. <laughs> I'm not doing it. He is. Yeah. Realm of Vicket. I mean, Rudo is. Rudo. Yeah. Um, it's on any so you, block. So you you send that dog <laughs> flying and it's uh, the path in front of you is clear. So you can uh, continue to approach ah. the beast. I have a question. Yes. Does the blood of these dogs resemble the blood of the Trask in any way, shape, or form? It does, in fact. Oh. It does. Yes. Eat it. Would it be possible for us to somehow collect this blood? Uh, yeah, sure. You were also given, let's just say, vials where you can collect. Oh, I'm like about to swallow the blood to hold yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to. I was just going to hold it in my cheeks. Yeah, uh-huh. whatever. <laughs> Thank you, Ralph. The highly corrosive blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Ooh, ow! It's spicy. I gotta get this down quick. A bone hurting blood. It's spicy. Was it about a fire again? <laughs> what? All right, yeah, so you can collect the blood from these okay. beasts. I guess we can put it in the 500-pound bag of holding, I guess. <laughs> uh, Got it. The, R- Romvik, do you still have your bag of holding? Or oh, did you fuck, also... I forgot. I have a brand-new character sheet with only two items, the vial of blood and the, the pendant of I mean, trickery. it's vials. You, you have pockets. We all have pockets. You can hold them. I'm not gonna... We have other crevices. I'm, not gonna I'm adding vial of more blood. Okay. Cool. Uh, so... so we each take a vial? Sure. Okay. And, uh, yeah, the path before we open, as you see the creature's head above the, uh, the buildings as it roars. Does it look anything like Dr. Robotnik? No, it does not. Okay. It's just a big... It's like a giant turtle, isn't it? It's kind of turtle-like, but, like, spiky, um, a big... It, it's like a snapping turtle mouth, kind of. Ew. But, like, even more spikier than that, and has a big purple tongue and glowing red eyes like a hell demon. Okay. Ooh. And you hate to see it. Wow. Okay, our mission is to distract it until the Feywild portal opens, right? Yes. Are we I in combat so. right now? 
You're, no. you're no longer in combat. Okay, cool. Hey, hey, uh, Kimulo and Ramovic. Yeah. yeah. What's up, buddy? Um, oh, I think my allergies are acting up. Ah, chew. And under my breath, I say wholeness of body. And then that allows me to regain hit points equal to three times my monk level as an action. So I feel better now. Ah, uh, I'm so happy for you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> cool. You can take care of that. God bless you. Don't. Don't sneeze too hard. All right. Gesundheit, God says. Gesundheit. Ah. God's on our side. So, uh, what, you're, like, continuing your... Yeah. Yeah, so, we're advancing towards the Tarrasque. Um, as you do so, another wave of uh, spiky beasts lands in front of you. This time there's six, and then four more behind that, and then an even bigger handful just... All in front of you, blocking your path. We gotta leave. We can't stay. As they slowly just, like, like Ugh. come out of the, you know... There must be an easier way for us to get rid of these. Wait, wait hold on. What? How close are they to each other? Like, how big is this is this clump of dogs? I mean, they're, like, spread out. They're not, like, on top of each other. They kind of fall in different, like, patterns. Like, either a line or just, like, scattered. But within, like, a few feet of each other. So a maybe we make them other? stick together, Ral. Yeah. All right, how many of them can I get within a 20-foot radius sphere? <laughs> um... Let me just, uh, let's hold, let's hold <laughs> off on that for a second, because from okay. behind you, you hear, ah! Is as, it Larry? As a horde of centaur no. storm down the city streets past you and swipe at the beasts uh, that have landed in front of you. And they start yes. cutting them up. And behind them is one this is... big centaur. Mm-hmm. And you see like a glowing green, like glowing green portals kind of start to materialize all right all around you and then one big centaur walks up and he kind of looks you over and um he puts a hand on Ramovic's shoulder and he says i knew we would meet again the only human to have ever ridden me in my life (laughs) that's the centaur that saved me from the feywild it is me the centaur that saved you from the feywild (laughs) i embrace him and I'm wearing glasses to show that time has passed. <laughs> and my hair has turned to a salt and pepper. Yeah. Even though I was old, I'm older now, but I'm still wise and strong. Mm-hmm. And I thank you for helping us that day. And now I'm here to return the favor. <laughs> nice. Awesome. We have a Tarasque that needs killing. Help us yeah, out. Get in there. Give him the suicide orb. Get in there. <laughs> the what? My Would you like centaur, the suicide orb? My, my centaur hands uh, forbid me from holding anything known as a suicide orb. I must go join my brothers in combat. Orb is not horse in this orb case. Orb is not horse in this case. <laughs> uh, but I I hope to see you alive on the other side. Same. I give him this, a big thumbs up, the same one I gave to uh, Brooks. So uh-huh. Hell yeah. And he charges forward with his brethren as I start slicing up the uh no why is it so easy for them well they're fighting they're not just like destroying them they're battling oh, but okay. with these uh with the beast distracted you can get closer to the monster oh just, good before That's exactly we get in there just uh memory check folks <clears throat> now wasn't the only centaur that i remember was one that was dying outside of like a big tree do y'all remember that yes so Did- there was so here's uh, oh, this uh, you remember this from the video you saw. There was a centaur that was dying in the tree, and he's like, as my last wish, please give this to my father. And the father is the one you gave the thing to, whatever it was, the item. 
Yeah. And then you rode away. Ralmovic rode on him. Okay, yes. We all remember that. Mm-hmm. Did we make a joke about the horse's dick? It's very likely we made I a feel joke. like we made a joke about the horse having a big dick, but... It's very I possible. didn't remember that in the PowerPoint, so we can continue with the action. <laughs> Sorry to derail things. Let's get into it. He's just trying to remember, that's all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so you continue your way to the city center where the beast is terrorizing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, centaur battles with little monsters going around and people like running out of the city mm-hmm. that's cool as hell it's cool as hell there's a really good song playing I bet. <laughs> mm-hmm. um blood sugar baby yeah. she has it i met a man Hi. so psycho sexy <laughs> <laughs> what's this place called water deep i bless the rains down in water that's what's playing as like that's really yeah. good that's a good one it, but it's the weezer version so it's really, really good. <laughs> so good. I have a question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, at the very beginning of this campaign, I remember very clearly that Waterdeep was like a little village. No, it's, it's a big now port town. It's a big city. Okay. I did. I thought it did it actually change over the course you of time. Were in or... the, you were in the Waterdeep suburbs. Oh. <laughs> okay. Now, now it makes sense. Okay. Over the course of the years that we have not played this game. Yeah, they built yeah, a huge... Waterdeep acres. Yeah. yeah. And that's why these people are really sad mm-hmm. that this is happening. Yeah. All this is all a metaphor for, like, gentrification. Yeah. <laughs> it probably is, Brooks. Like, this is, we're going to find out Eddie has some Eddie really loves themes and metaphors. Can I Remember, remember the pinball you? machine thing at the beginning? Can I that be honest with you? This is the closest thing I'll ever create to not having a theme. I just wanted to do a cool monster fight. <laughs> just kind I, of a big monster fight, huh? Just, I just kind of wanted to end it on a big monster fight mm-hmm. on this one. All right, let's do it then. Let's fight this I like bitch. it. That's how it should yeah, be. I already got my closure. Let's fucking do it. So you approach the beast and it is towering. What's a big size of feet? <laughs> What's a big number for height? It's bigger than the biggest building in Waterdeep, let's say. Damn. Whatever that is, it's bigger you than You said that. what's a big number for feet and I was going to say like a size, size 11. I <laughs> <laughs> That's what you meant. Size 8 is the world average. Thank you very much. Okay. Size 7 is, I thought. Well, I guess I'm better. There you now. go. So, um, <laughs> damn. And this this beast is just towering over you. It's and it, it, at this point, it doesn't even notice you. It's just kind of like doing a Godzilla style rampage around <laughs> the city. So we can take this. Then we can take this guy down. So, um, yeah. I mean, since you're in, uh, it hasn't noticed you yet. So, uh, roll initiative. I want to climb it. And we're gonna get a. You'll get oh. a whatever it's called when you get around in before the monster. Like, oh, you'll oh, all go, oh, and okay. then we'll go in the right order. Got a critical miss on that one. Okay, that's fine. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, Ramovic? I am, um, seven. Seven. Okay, I'm in so... roll 20 if you want to see my rolls, by the okay, way. Okay, I believe you. So, once again, Kim, you are... Uh, can I climb it? Up. You can certainly try. I don't want to. <laughs> so, what do you want to do? I don't know, I just wanted to see what you would say. Can I pass No, that trace? would kill it immediately. No. <laughs> I want to pass without trace. <laughs> it doesn't see me and I don't see it. I mean, I can look up what pass without trace does. No, it's okay. You should know what, like, we should know what your spells do. I know. I, I can look it up. I have my good setup here. A veil of shadows, silence. Veil of shadows. A veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you has a plus 10 bonus to stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. I'm not going to use it. 
Yeah, because you're already like unnoticed by the creature. I know. I just want to pretend I'm asleep, so I don't have to do it. Okay. I mean, what is there to do? It doesn't notice me. What am I supposed to do? Any... Can I check to see? Is there like a soft spot? Like, you know how like when babies are born, mm-hmm. their heads aren't connected? <laughs> sure. That's how babies are born. <laughs> you know. <laughs> they have the soft spot. Does he have a soft, like a soft patch? I've watched I'll you play you, video games. I'll let you roll a perception check. Okay. Let's do a perception check for a big glowing eyeball. Weak let's spot. do. Let's do. Yeah. Uh, look for the shadow of the Colossus weak point on the Tarasque <laughs> and see if you can climb up and stab it. Oh, with I have perception plus four. Right. Oh yeah. My. Th- oh no. Plus five. Yeah. Plus another. Pl- you probably have very high perception. I do. Okay. I'm gonna see all the soft spots. Okay. All the soft spots. Soft spots. Six. Plus nine. What's that? Fourteen? Yeah. You do not notice. No, it's fifteen. Fifteen. You do not notice any soft spots. Damn. But was it because my roll wasn't high enough? Your roll was high enough and the beast is currently fully covered by its plate armor. And you don't seem to see any weakness areas. That's my turn. I mean, you could... No, you could... I'll let you... Listen, we're in the end game. Who knows what the rules say? I don't have anything else to do. What am I going to do? Peel off his hard things? <laughs> if you want the suicide orb, orb, I can give it to you. I mean, I don't no, mind. No, I don't no. want it. Okay. I just, oh, I just <laughs> love the looming threat of the suicide orb just over every encounter. Can, can I shut I know, I know, Alders, you subtext and they're all cowards. This yeah. is the suicide orb. Is it possible for me to shut the stick in its the mouth? Cano- there was no canonical name for the suicide orb. That's just what... <laughs> In universe characters decided to call it. What are we? Some kind of suicide orb? <laughs> what? what? I want to stick like a stick in its mouth and like just put things in there. You could to choke it. Do you have a stick big enough? Check to your choke? dungeoneer's kit. Yeah. <laughs> I have a kazoo and no money left. <laughs> so <laughs> I never got to use my speckled egg. That must come in handy. It was going to. You were going to get a pet. Sorry. It hatches. What do you want your pet to be? Uh, I don't know. It's a bigger Tarasque. (laughs) An even bigger Tarasque, yeah. I mean, if you want the speckled egg to hatch, it'll be you'll be carrying around a baby creature with you during this like life. You have to feed it during the fight. (laughs) You have to change it. Hold on, hold on, Tarasque. I need to check my Tamagotchi. I have a bag of flour that I have to diaper. Yeah. Okay. You're just gonna like stand back, you know? Yeah. Okay. Let the big boys handle it. Okay. It is All right. uh, Ramovic's turn. I walk up like a big boy. <laughs> I look back at Kimula and say, this is how you handle this situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I cast Polymorph on the Thrask. Okay. Turning it into a turtle. Pretty good. An average-sized turtle. Don't genie me, Eddie. It's a regular pet turtle now. Absolutely. For up to one happens. hour. Oh, God. Okay, never mind. <laughs> You look so excited, though. Good try, bud. You see, you see, kind of a poof of like smoke on the terrace. And uh, I take my maximum movement distance of thirty feet, and I move away from the terrace. (laughs) (laughs) And end my turn. All right. I'll let the big boys handle it. (laughs) It's Rudo's turn. Pretty good. So. So we know that Ramovic is at least 30 feet away from the beast. How close is Kimulo? Also 30. You're at max range. Great. 
I say, stand back. Does the beast know about us yet? It is currently unaware of your presence. Can I, I turn to my compatriots and I say, are you good with that? Yeah. Do you want us, do you, are you ready for him to know potentially? I am really far away, so you have to really raise your voice for me to hear you. I'm really, hey, I'm going to do a, <laughs> use one of my items. <laughs> That's the beast, so you have to talk very loud. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm using one of my items. It's loud. Is that okay? Yes. Yeah. yeah awesome. I, I take out my horn of blasting. Okay. I remember and this. You do? Yes. Great. So then that way I for sure have it. Um, I, don't, I don't remember how it works. I remember you having that item. I speak a command word and then I, it emits a thunderous blast and a 30 foot cone that is audible 600 feet away. Okay. And each creature in the cone must make a DC 15 constitution saving throw, and you take a lot of thunder damage if it's good. Okay. And also, there's a 1 in 5 chance that it does 10d6 fire damage to me by blowing it. A 1 huh. in what chance? A 20% chance, causing the horn to explode. Okay. So let's do the good part first. Well, let me see if it explodes first. Okay. It doesn't. Cool. <laughs> Great. So I can keep using the good old horn of blasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's got to do a DC 15 constitution saving throw, and then there's failed saves and successful shit. Okay. Is it made of glass or crystal? Uh, it's up to you. Let's say, let's say glass. I mean, I, no, I mean the Tarasque. Oh, you don't know what the fuck this thing is. Well, now we'll know. Hmm? Are we rolling? Yeah, don't you have to do the saving throw? Oh. Yep, that's how this game works. <laughs> we are um, all. So, this, I'll, I'll just give you a little a little brief insight on this creature. It has very high stats. Okay. So, I don't believe you. Okay, well, you failed the saving throw. <laughs> okay. It, it succeeds on its saving throw. Well, so fellas, uh, that's the most powerful thing that I have. <laughs> I step back as far as I can. Wait, what, and then my like, turn. what's the? Re- I mean, what's the result if the creature succeeds? Oh yeah, it still does. Yeah, it um, on a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage and isn't deafened. Okay, so roll for damage. Uh, it's a d six. That's six. Uh, four, two, twelve, fourteen, and fifteen. Okay, so it takes fifteen thunder damage. Oh. Owned. Oh, what's the command word? Oh, um, uh, fucking Kim. What's the command word? Um, it can be it can, whatever you want. Um, I told I told Kim Yolo off screen. I said, "Here's my secret command word in case you ever need to use my horn of blasting." Cowabunga! Cowabunga! I say. <laughs> Cowabunga! Echoes through the city streets and hits the Tarasque <laughs> on its outer shell, mm-hmm. and. You see, a, I mean, it's for, in terms of the overall Tarasque, it's a small <laughs> portion, but one big craggy piece of shell falls off. Mm, Pretty nice. good. And the Tarasque, So that means that's a soft spot now. And then you can see the scaly skin underneath in that spot. That's where I'm going to So shoot, that's kind of like, shoot my stuff. let's say on its back right side. Okay. Mm. So as this happens, and it's like, rah! That hurt it. It was roaring and stampeding, and it stops. Ah, it noticed. And turns around. Ah, he just wanted that part of skin to fall off. We helped him. (laughs) He's nice now. 
<laughs> and he lets loose a huge roar. Mm-hmm. And, um... Uh-oh. Now? No initiative again. Well, this is for the Him. monster. Okay. Um, oh, this is great for you. He failed? No, he's about to go right now. Okay. So the Tarasque sees all three of you, lets out loose another roar, and goes down to give you a big chomp hello. Okay. All three of us? All three of you. Are we, like, huddled together? No, but it has a big head and a okay. big mouth. And it's about to kind of chomp down on you. And it kills us. End of game. So let's all roll... Um, We're back with Quigley now. Let's roll dexterity saving throws. Okay. That's with this, right? Uh, D20, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh... Ooh! Mm-hmm. I have a nine. Twenty-two. Okay. Uh, Rudo? Um, I have, I got an 18 plus my dexterity is, uh, 21. And I just want to let you know that I have evasion now. So if, <laughs> if this would, would have me just do half damage, I actually take no damage. Uh, so Rudo and Kimulo nimbly escape before the creature chomps down. But, uh, Ramovic is not quick enough. And Ramovic, you brace yourself as the, uh, creature's teeth are about to surround you when suddenly they are stopped. And you hear a booming voice. It's me from the first episode! Ondir the Mighty! Oh shit! <laughs> Friends! Remember the Big me? Wrestle Man! I'm the Big Wrestle Man, mm-hmm. and I'm helping. Ramovic. Um... I'll never forget the time you ate all those gold coins at dinner. That was so good. Get out while you still can. You have so much to live for, Ramovic. And he's like doing a big struggle. He's like holding the teeth. Wait, apart. I'm confused. Where's who's Andir the Mighty in this case? He's Andir <laughs> the Mighty. Oh, that's his name. But he's a Tarask. Andir the Mighty is a dwarf strongman that so, you met many years I'm ago confused. from the dinner party. Remember from the yeah. weird mansion. Yeah, okay, continue your story. <laughs> what was that? Oh, Ramovic. Can I? Yes. What, what I is mean... it? What? He's holding the teeth apart so you can escape from yeah. the monster's bite. Yeah, I escape. Of course I escape. <laughs> While I'm still near the open jaws, I think I'll throw the little vial of Taras blood inside if I can. But then I'll run away, of course. Okay. Bruto, were you going to say something? I just, I mean, narratively, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but could I use a key point to just sort of, like, dash back to Ondir and strap my outer championship belt around his waist? That's a lot of actions. Just to help him. It's a lot of actions to me. Okay, I do it in my head, and nobody sees that I didn't do it. Okay. Do, oh, my friends, I'll never forget. All the fun times we had at that mansion, <laughs> where you definitely remembered me from. Mm-hmm. You sure you can't get out of there in time? Yeah, this is... Yeah, it looks like you can get out of there, no problem. Listen, I'm not sure why. Do you want us to come hold listen, it? stop. No, listen, I can hold it as long as I keep talking. Listen. <laughs> listen to me. Never give up. Never, Never surrender. surrender. <laughs> Never stop talking! Heart of a warrior. I was once a young boy, and in that time... Oh, God! <laughs> chomps down on him and as it does since it you know kind of took a taste of that poison vial it bites him and chews him up and then kind of 
like screeches like it doesn't like it. Mm. It's spicy. It's a spicy. It's a spicy Dr. Pepper. It's um, a spicy crust toothpaste. Yeah. With the mint shrimp. With, 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 with flavor crystals. <laughs> I do understand the plot now. Oh. <laughs> oh, Ondier, I remember him. After after he's digested. Oh, Ondier! <laughs> Ondier the Mighty! <laughs> um... Where's the character, like the the guy that I was following around, that he had like a like a satellite on his head from the dinner party? E E, e. he's nowhere near here. He's not having any of this. Shit. Fucking coward! Because <laughs> he's scared of everything. So he was a good guy. He was. He was. I liked him. <laughs> he hid behind a plant. He did. Oh, oh the talking plant. That. God, this is a good podcast. <laughs> uh, and as the Tarasque, you know, like screeches in pain, you hear. So it's facing you, and it's blocking. Uh, your view of most of the scene, but you hear boom, 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 boom. And then um, moments later, you see cannonballs fall. Ooh. Hell yeah, motherfucker. Around the creature. And it turns around to face where the cannonballs are coming from, and you can see more pieces of its uh, back carapace that are exposed now. As the creature looks to the sea. <laughs> yes? Nothing. What's happening? I was just thinking of alternate names for Gigantic Larry. What did you I have? was going to call him Fat Larry. No, it's pretty good. And it turns towards the sea where the cannons are, to the, towards the port where the cannons are firing from. Ah. And in there, in the port, you see a big boat with a smiling demon crest on the sails. Pretty good. Uh, there's there's several ships. It's like a whole fleet. And it starts uh, kind of walking towards the port. So it's not paying attention to you anymore. It's Moving towards the sea. Okay, that's good. So, Seems to me like maybe some weak plan. spots, you know? So, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, walk the same direction. Because, what? why not? Like, follow it? That's what I'm doing. Yeah. You're just, like, like, just watching? Like, you're, are you doing anything to it, or are you just, like, watching it go? Like, kind of watching it go. Okay. Hopefully it falls Searching for a weak water. point. Okay. So you see, like, a few, maybe, like, five or six exposed spots on its back now, because it got hit with a cannonball. And it's uh, stomping towards the port. Mm-hmm. And the cannonballs continue to fire. And they're hitting its like front side now. Okay. But uh, eventually it starts kind of wising up and like covering and like swatting them away. Mm. So there's a few more spots exposed on the front. Okay. Uh, it gets to the port where it kind of like rears back and lets out a huge bellowing roar mm. that just like shreds these ships. Like wood splinters everywhere. Flying ships what a sinking. Powerful creature. It's a big monster. Uh, and one of the ships that takes damage hot. is the uh, what? It's kind of hot. It's a gigantic abomination. I mean, it's powerful. Ah, Go ahead. How well I'm the Toask. <laughs> I'm here to destroy the city. He's got Brock Lesnar voice. I'm Brock Lesnar, the Toask. All right, continue. Um, and one of the ships that takes damage is the Smiling Demon, mm-hmm. which starts to sink mm-hmm. into the the sea. But uh, you notice one cannonball that seems to be fired off target from the Tarask. It's fired over the Tarask, far over its head, and it lands in front of the three of you and skids to a stop. Uh, where it spins around in the ground and holding on in, on a web is Gigantic Larry. Mm-hmm. Hey, bud! Good to see you. Thanks so much. We were, we were, go ahead. 
This is how I talk, right? This is like yeah, a- you remember. Boy, we got a lot to go in this episode, and I appeared kind of early, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> okay, because all my ships are, are dead now, and, you know. Well, that's I'll okay. Help- I'm my One of my proficiencies is water vehicles. I was going to go over there and help, but that's all right. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> Maybe next time, yeah, we'll see if we get out of this alive. Maybe you can use your proficiency, and we'll sail those seven seas. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, so the Tarasque is still facing away from me with some spots exposed on its back. Can, can it just keep walking into the sea? It's still, there's still some ships left that are firing at it and it's trying to like... I want to down. shoot it into its exposed spots. Okay. Is that possible? Yeah. I shoot it. Okay, with what? A gun? Oh, oh, flame bolt. Flame okay. bolt. My most okay. powerful cantrip. Okay, roll the hit. <laughs> Feared all around the world. Fifteen. Ooh. Does it? Ooh. All right. Do I do actual full damage? I do twenty damage. Twenty damage. You hit it's fifteen plus five. And the flame hits like one of the exposed spots, and it kind of spreads out underneath, and like a couple of the pieces of carapace next to it kind of flake off. Fucking gross. Fall down. So there's like a bigger exposed spot now. It's like a Dark Souls boss. You gotta just keep keep chipping away at it, I think. Yeah. It roars because it it doesn't like it. And then it turns its attention back to you. Oh, fuck. At me? Realm of it? Back to, like, the group. Is there anybody else, like, trying to attack it? The centaurs are, like, storming the streets. Got it. And, like, they they took care of the, uh, the the little creatures. And now they're, like, running towards you. Okay. So, um... If only someone else had something to shoot at it. If only yeah. we had more people with projectile weapons to shoot at the giant spots where it's weak. Yeah, I, I sure think... do wish that we had another like non-melee sort of combatant. Fuck. Yeah. Uh-huh. Gigantic Larry, we gotta teach you archery, quick. Yeah. I don't have a character sheet, bud. Interesting. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll use my my new uh, flexible feet and <laughs> and. And shoot an arrow at it. To you can it. just do the normal shot too. You could shoot it regular style. <laughs> but what's, what's the difference? I guess I should give you a penalty for it, but it's fun. So it's I'll pretty cool, it. though. I'm good at it. Well, you did miss once, so with my hands, not with my feet. You did double, and you missed with the foot one. I missed with my hand ones, not my feet ones. Anyway. Oh, so the fit, foot one hit. Yeah. Okay. I'll do the double. I'll do the regular. Do, I... No, do whatever. Do whatever. Can I do it? You can do it. Let's see if I hit. And where in this creature are you aiming? On the exposed spot. Okay. You tell me. I mean, it's up to you. Exposed. Okay. I mean, I don't know, like, what section. Any of It hits. Okay, what did you roll? You don't know the... T- 16? It does hit. That was a big climb. Sorry. All right, all right, all right. Um, five. Um, okay. So you hit the Tarrasque, and it, like, no more flakes off, because you just hit it in, like, an exposed spot. But it doesn't like that very much. And it it kind of, like... Does it roar and my splinters fly? It roars at you, because it doesn't like it very much. Okay. Um, Rudo, you go, because we're just playing fucking Calvin Ball with initiative now, so you... Yeah, okay. Um, fuck. How high do you think the lowest weak point is? Let's say 30 feet. 30 feet? 
Whatever. You can jump that. Totally. Yeah, yeah I was going to use a key point, but I might just fucking do it, you know? <laughs> you got a pogo stick? Uh, Don't you have, like, super jump? Yeah, He's a big, monk, yeah. Yeah, I have big time jump power. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to use my big time jump, and I'm going to try to go up to a weak, sport, weak spot and just kind of give it the old one-two, you know? Uh-huh. All right, go for it. All right. So am I rolling to jump? Let's say you make the jump. Cool. And then right, roll, so to I'll hit. roll to hit. Roll to hit. That's a three plus whatever. That's a seventeen. The second one hits. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one I was like, "Ew, yucko." Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a three plus four seven. Okay. And also, I have slow fall, so I'm like, "What's up, everybody? I'm back." So, what like type of move do you do to like the exposed spot? Oh, just like a strong roundhouse. Okay. Boom! You connect, and it sends a, sends a shockwave through the Tarasque. It doesn't mm. like it. Um, and now it is the Tarasque's turn. And once again, it rears its head up oh, and shit. bends down to take a big bite out of all of you. To which Gigantic Larry says, Boy, I hope I sure hope there's another character from our past who can appear and help, oh, us, me survive, too, help us survive this, this bad moment where we're in big danger. And then, for some reason, you begin to hear a familiar tune in your head. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty good. And from you don't know where it comes from, but just a huge puff of smoke hits the Tarasque right in its eyes. Yeah, dude. And it closes them and rears back and screams. And standing behind you. With a just a huge doobie do- jointer, huge doobie jointer. I cover gigantic Larry's eyes. Is Rex Tyrannosaurus? What good timing these characters have! I know it's like someone wrote the story. Almost. Yeah, it's pretty good. Almost not. I mean, not well, but they did. Yeah, it. Someone tried. Someone they attempted. Tried. Yeah, he did that. It. He did yeah. that. Yeah, someone attempted. <laughs> hey, buds. Hey, what's going on, man? Fucking big monster, dude. What? Oh. And then he looks up and realizes <laughs> that he just blew a big haunted smoke sick cloud into the face of the Tarasque. Oh, man. It's really going down today, huh? Yeah. Sure is. Oh, Remember when you were stuck on that raft? Huh? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm back now, and I'm a movie producer. <laughs> Did you know about my movies? No. Yeah, we saw your movie. It's called Me and My Three Friends. <laughs> Oh, nice. And we go on. It's it's your adventures. I'm going to be honest with you, dudes. It was originally just like a fan fiction that I wrote for fun, but it got picked up by like a major studio. So I couldn't wow. kind of turn down something like that. You know what I mean? Nice. Um, so I hope you're not too mad about the kind of narrative elements that were changed in the, you know, studio production. But that's just kind of how the business is, you know, man. I can't judge you, my man. We live in a capitalistic system. You just do what you have to yeah. do, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so I we get live it. In, we live in a society, man, you know? It's, it's like... For sure. Sometimes it's, it's going to be pretty twisted out there. So you just Got any range leave. weapons, dude? Uh, no, I'm going to leave now. Oh! Have fun with the Tresk. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Cool. Uh, Let but, me know uh, if you see, like, fucking Lady Leaf Crunch anywhere. <laughs> Oh man, Lady Leaf Crunch. I haven't seen Lady Leaf Crunch for ages. Where is that? Where is that fair, man? I kind of want to check that out. I need to get my fortune told. Yeah, it's nope. pretty cool. 
okay, I'm going to go see what the tarot <laughs> holds for me. Like you dudes kind of chill out and have fun here. And um, I sure, you know, I, I was thinking about it and I don't remember any other characters from our past who might save you at this point. So things might get kind of buck wild. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All Thanks right. for the warning. Catch you next time, bud. See ya. And he just like walks away. Uh, and the Tarask was reeling this whole time because of big smoke in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tarask is straight edge. Yeah. Uh, so, with that, uh, the Tarask kind of gets its bearings around it again. And uh, we're still in, in combat. Mm-hmm. The yeah. centaurs are also here now, and they're kind of riding up to the Tarask legs and attacking it and exposing, mm. like, cracking off armor uh, on its legs. So... Just some fun info y'all, for you, y'all. We're um, gonna. I've I've gone against many bigger wrestlers than me in my time. We mm-hmm. gotta we gotta trip him. <laughs> we gotta okay. we gotta work the leg until mm-hmm. he falls down. Or if you have like some like rope or something, we could also do that. But I don't have that. I've or never opened my engineering a- pack, and I'm not sure that I even have it anymore. We gotta get maybe. him down on the ground. Maybe like, if we had a monk who could have a special ability that when he punches, he can use a key point in order to have an, an opponent uh, roll a, a whatever saving throw. Otherwise, they're tripped, knocked prone. Right? That would be really good for us in this situation. I was thinking about using my open hand technique. <laughs> Were you? I think that's a very good idea, actually, because that seems to be perfect for our situation right now. I do think so. My only worry is that they, and it's weak when people are very dexterous. And this this Tarask is pretty fucking dexterous, my my buddy. But I'll give it a huh. shot. Um. Well, it is you know some its armor is slowly being chipped away, so maybe it's it's weaker yeah. now that it's taken some external damage. I agree. What's that? I, I totally agree with with my no, man uh, Cherry Wine, but I also like to tell my compatriots that it's probably wise for us to split up enough so that this thing can't bite us all simultaneously. Are you sure you're not just going to leave, though? I'll stand right in front. I'll stand right in front of it, and you guys stand behind me. Is that cool? Okay, it would, yeah. it would be kind of whack if you just left and had the suicide orb. It would be kind of <laughs> whack, to be honest. So please don't leave. I mean, if you would like, I can give you a suicide orb. I know. You got it. No, you can hold on to okay. it. Okay, okay. But yeah, we can split up. Uh, what's the gigantic Larry doing? Is anyone taking care of gigantic Larry? He's on my shoulder. He's fine. Okay. Um. So it is. If we're going by the order, Kimulo's turn. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm really curious about. Also, we're not going by the order. We are again. Oh, okay. I'm really curious what my evergreen branch. Like I know you said it's a big animal. So or spirit. Summon a spirit of the forest. The spirit takes the form of your choosing and can act as you decide, as determined by the DM. Let's the spirit as is... I decide, as determined by you. Yes. So you, you can't you can't just be like I make a creature that kills the Tarask. Like you can't do that. Uh-huh. But it's a spirit of the forest. But it's like corporeal. Like it can interact with things. It's not like a ghost. Mm-hmm. So it can do things. Mm-hmm. Like I'm wondering because this is the last episode. Like mm-hmm. I'm wondering how I can incorporate that. Can you just give me like an, a, sh- a head shake if it can be used later on in this game? It can be used anytime you want. I'm saying like, did you have a plan for that? I'm not, spe- I just wanted to give you like a cool tool to okay. use. Okay, I didn't know if you had a plan. No, it's not like at 
later in the game. An hour and 20 minutes in, it's time to, no, these are just for you to use whenever you want. Okay. Hmm. While we're on this topic, can you please remind me what my pendant does? It, uh, any item can become invisible. Uh, because I think regular invisibility has to be like something you're touching or attached to you. This allows you to turn anything invisible um, until an action is taken against it or it takes an action. Okay, thank you. I mean... Ruda, do you remember your finisher move? Uh, yeah, dude. Okay, so it's it's Camilla's turn. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't really know what kind of animal I would summon for this, so or spirit, so I think I'm just going to keep hitting it. Okay. Yeah. Because why not make it weak? Uh-huh. It has a lot of hit points or whatever they're called. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What were you going to say? I'm not just going to make you, like, attack a thing for an hour and a half. I have plans. Yeah, sorry, suicide sorry. orb. Sorry, suicide <laughs> orb. Mm. Um, yeah, you hit. Oh! And you have extra attack. How does that get determined? You just do another attack. Oh, okay. You can just attack twice. Um, 15. Okay, you hit with both. Okay. First one is, ooh, 10. Mm-hmm. And the second one is ooh ten again. Okay, so you hit it in like the same spot. Yeah, spot. It doesn't like it. It get sticks into the flesh. Okay, and it roars. Okay, I don't get my my arrow back. You have infinite arrows. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's up next? It is. Am I like hurting it though? Yeah, you do damage. What? It's probably got like eight hundred damage. It is Ramavik's turn. Uh, I would like to spend uh, three sorcery points. Okay. Fuck. And cast haste. Mm-hmm. And I would then like to twin it. So it affects okay. both uh, Kimulo and uh, my good friend Rudo. Thanks. Okay. And uh, make sure that we're all far away from each other enough that we can't be bitten oh. all at once. Okay, so what does haste do? Uh, they get. Let's get one second. Hold on. <laughs> haste. One second. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haste, get. As we all know. Their speed mm-hmm. is doubled. They get plus two bonus AC, advantage on deck saves, um, and they get an additional action um, at the end of each of their turns that can be used to either attack, dash, disengage, hide, use an object, or that's it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Damn. Damn, you got it. So you, you both get extra turns, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks. And now it is Rudo's turn. I, t- I, I turn my head over to my shoulder and I say, You thinking what I'm thinking, Larry? I sure hope so, Dad. So I'm going to, so now with my, you know, I'm feeling hasty, I could pretty much move pretty much 90 space mm-hmm. speed, 90 speed. So, if you put some of your web on the ground, oh, here we go. and then we sort of run around the the beasts, you know, mm-hmm. we can wrap around his feet and make him trip. Okay, I'm gonna say the beast is more than. 90 it's bigger feet than ninety around. feet in diameter. Well, we like it's like a giant mountain, essentially. Think a giant mountain that moves. It's real big. 
All right. Well, you, you can get one. You can you can wrap one of their one of its feet probably. What do you think, Larry? Uh, we can maybe boss. do one. You're the boss. Let's, let's give it a shot. All right. So what you're like holding Larry, who's just like producing webs. Yeah, because he's not faster, so I'm faster like than him. So oh, he's no. kind of just he's squirting a web around, and I'm gonna try to make a circle around one of the legs to get to maintain leg control. I'm po- Which leg? I'm pooping a web out my butt like spiders do. Alright, you don't have to talk, bud. You can though, that's fine. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Just don't feel pressured to talk while you do it. Okay, I need to concentrate very hard right now. Okay. Does he make a noise when he's doing it? No. Why? Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no noise. It does make that noise. Uh, you, you can't hear it over all the destruction that's happening. Yeah, it's usually really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> smells. Mm hmm. All right, let's do it. All right. So you, so what? So what? You're just tying around like one leg. That's not gonna. He's. That's he what you think. His leg, like, oh. like when you like karate chop the back of your knee, and you listen. Fall. If you get listen, if you get walking, and I pull one of your legs with a string, oh, buddy. Uh, okay, so that's the plan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I see. I see your vision, Rudo. It's an easier vision if you could have done two, but he's bigger than I noticed. Can you just roll a d20 for me? Yeah, yeah, I'll hit you with that. Add your your... Okay, sure. (laughs) You web from behind, like, you trip, you you fucking table the Tarrasque on one leg. Yeah, dude. And it falls down. It it is a four-legged creature, so you know. So now that's see, I've been that's my been my problem. Uh-huh. I I I rub my eyes and I'm like, oh fuck, there's four of them. I'm seeing double, <laughs> <laughs> but it still does kind of like col- like that leg. It collapses underneath it and it kind of falls down to a knee on that leg. Nice. Um, and it's the Tarasque turn. This entire time, Rudo is explaining his like crazy strategy, and I'm thinking this guy is wasting his turn. And then the crazy. <laughs> Mofo actually does it. I am, I am amazed. <laughs> the absolute yep. madman. This is incredible. I mean, listen, it's fucking whatever. It's the last episode. I'll let it happen. <laughs> um, so I like Tarrasque it. I like it. It's good. Spends its turn. I'm just letting you know this is my vision of the Tarrasque. The dungeon manual Tarrasque would have killed everyone oh, yes. instantly. Oh, yes, of course. So, yeah, no doubt, bud. <laughs> uh, it spends one turn standing up so it doesn't attack. Okay. Thank oh. you. And now we come back to... But now it is back on four legs. Right. I don't know what to do to it. You have... Oh. Well, let's let's say because of the complicated maneuver Rudo just pulled off that that used both of your actions. Because uh, you're hasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's Kimiko's turn. You have two actions. Yeah, I know. But I feel like I should be doing like more interesting things than just hitting it with a arrow. You can... Summon a creature to help you, and then utilize that creature in a cool way. A narratively satisfying, sort of. Can I? How tall is it? Very like building skyscraper tall. Where are its weak points? Just it's like so. It's parts of its legs are exposed, and there's like open spots on its chest and back. Okay. See, mm-hmm. my brain mm-hmm. thought like let me get an animal with a tall neck uh-huh. hoist me and then uh-huh. i remembered there's creatures in the world that fly B- yes <laughs> there are 
So I'm going to summon a giraffe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to get myself um, a very strong albatross. Okay. Because I like that story. Oh, the mariner one. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, okay. It appears it's summoned. Okay. And what do you instruct it to do? Bend down and scoop me up. Uh huh. And then I and then I do a back bend. Okay, <laughs> as you're flying on. It. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I want it to fly up. Okay. Like and do and. And do I'm what? gonna I'm gonna use my. So that's one. That's one move. It's one action. Yes. My second action. I'm gonna hit it. So you're just kind of kind of be like flying around it. Above it. Above it. Okay. Remember this. Does this last for two or three turns? I two. Forget. Two turns. Okay. So this will count as the first turn that it's yes. active. Okay. So now I'm going to shoot it mm-hmm. on its weak point above it. Okay. Where does it have any head weak points? No. Neck. No. Back. Back. <laughs> Continue the song, Eddie. <laughs> weak points on the Tarasque. Nice. There we go. Slant rhyme. Ooh yeah! Mm-hmm. I definitely got it. With what? A nineteen plus six. Okay, and then extra attack. Oh. Two. Like, is that what you mean? You can attack again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14. You hit it. Um, seven. Mm-hmm. And six. Okay. So, where, like, where are you in relation to it now? Like, behind oh. it? Like, oh. you're above it, but you're shooting its back. Yes. Okay. All right. And it, it roars as a, the arrow. The arrows hit it. Um, and now it is... I feel like we need to, like, shoot it somewhere in its, like, mouth or its booty. Or Isn't that what video games tell you to do? They do tell you to find the weak point of the monster. And I've been asking about that. Which are the exposed areas. Oh, there was the good time when Kim made it the new butthole of a worm. That was a good episode. Mm-hmm. That's right. I forgot about that Remember one. when I did a jerking off motion to a yeah, frog? Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Fuck those mm-hmm. frogs. Um, so, you know, just throwing it out there that maybe there's a way to kind of amplify the damage you do against the beast by something that was previously mentioned in the episode, which you're all in possession of. Ah, the power and of vile. mental thinking, the yeah. secret. Where are we going to put it? In the weak points? I'm just saying, it's, it's a possibility. Alright, well, it's a good thing I'm flying around. Yeah. Um, it is Ramavik's turn. If only I haven't used my vial of corrosive blood now <laughs> that I possess this wonderful information. Um, I'm going to cast a wonderful spell called Wall of Fire. Oh, okay. That sounds right fun. on top of the Trask, separating it from 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 myself, mm-hmm. and doing well. Let's see, doing a bunch of damage, five d eight damage. Okay, and uh, I can also select one side of the wall to attack uh, any creature that ends its turn within ten feet of it. Hmm. So I'm going to select the side of the wall that's facing the Tarrasque now to <laughs> attack good. it. Mm. Okay, perfect. 
right. You're rolling for and it? And I my turn. Do, do, do I do like a save against that? Actually, I take that back. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't do that. I just shoot it with a bunch of, of bolts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I take that back. I just realized it's a concentration spell. I can't do that. <laughs> okay. So roll. Okay. I shoot it for uh, 24 to hit. Yeah. Yeah, you hit. Okay. I do 17 plus 5, 22 damage. Boom. That's a lot. And it just sears the, uh, one of the weak points and it smells crispy. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Um, Rito, it's your turn. All right. Good, Rito, it good work, like Larry. To, sounds like you need to use your vial. Yeah. I, hey, Larry. Why are you looking thinking, at me like that? <laughs> it's time to use my vial. Use vial, Dad. Yeah, I told you about this off screen. Anyways, <laughs> um, could you, could you get me to the weak point? One of the weak points that's nearby, bud? I mean, you're still like around the leg area, so you can kind of, like, the legs are exposed. Okay. Knowing that, I still ask. Okay. I mean, I, I can, but, you know, everyone's. Just zip while, me the five be, feet that I need. You gotta be independent every once in a while. <laughs> well, I just I thought it would be something fun for us to do together. Yeah, but I just pooped out all my whips. I'm really tired. <laughs> All right, why don't you just sit this round out? Um, I walk up to the weak the weak leg, mm-hmm. and I I start rubbing vial on it. You just like crack it over. Start rubbing vial. Sounds like something gross. <laughs> With your bare hands, give it that vial rub. <laughs> yeah, I I pour the vial out on the, the nasty skin that it has exposed, and it sizzles immediately, and the Tarasque roars in pain, and doesn't like it. Um, and then once again on that, like, same leg, it kind of buckles underneath it and it falls down. Nice. Um, and you have one more action. All right. Well, I'm wearing gauntlets, famously, so I could punch it. Okay. Might lose the gauntlet, but I'll probably be fine. I'm going to hit it. All right. Go for it. So I'm going to roll to hit it. That was a 15. You hit. Cool. Man, I guess I better use my open hand technique, huh? I mean, while you still have those gauntlets. Yeah, so I'll hit that key. I'll, I'll use a, a sort of key point, and uh, so now it must uh, succeed on a dexterity saving throw or be knocked prone. Uh, let's see. Um, well, it doesn't <laughs> succeed. This, this hit, this... Regular human-sized punch against the giant terrasque didn't sort of make it flip upside down. Well, uh, we'll figure. So do do your move. And we'll okay, so it's one d six. It's another. It's ten. I did ten on it. Okay. So the open palm wave sends a shock wave through the front part of the terrasque. If a terrasque wore pants, would it wear it like this or like this? Right. And the other, le- the front leg also. So it kind of falls down mm-hmm. forward, like mm-hmm. a like a right. Yeah, like, like a sleepy cat. Yeah, mm. and it's like head crashes into the floor, Fucking and uh, idiot. it's still like leaning back up on its hind legs. So that's the kind of position it's in right now. Nice. Um, it's the Trask's turn. Now it's the Trask's turn. Um, let's see. It will. So you're still kind of. Hmm. Uh, you're so you're. Rudo, you're still near the leg, right? Yeah, I could have used a bonus action to get away, but there's no time for regret. 
Um, what it does is fire one of its spines at you. All right. And, uh, it rolled a 19. Okay, and my armor class is 15, so. So, uh, how, how many hit points do you have? Uh, I have 64. Okay. Because this, uh, it, this is not going to be good for you. Yeah. A, the spine flies towards you, hitting you in the shoulder, and Fuck. kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, let's say, impaling you. Yeah. And sends you flying back into a building. Wait, hold on. What did you see? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. my armor's 15. It's 17 because of haste. No, well, it still rolled a 19. Okay, really? sorry, I said uh, sends you flying back towards the building, pinning you into the side of the building. Gigantic Larry goes flying. Aww. I was going to say, he's also on my shoulder. I was very worried. Maybe he's on the other one. Okay. And you are kind of in bad shape right now, let's say. Yeah. Uh, you are <laughs> pinned to the side of a building with a giant Tarascale in you. And you took a clean 70 points of damage. Okay. So you're kind of in <laughs> what we call the dead zone right now. Yeah, it's not, about time. Not killed. Not Gone from this world. Not dead all the way. Could be. The the death area. See, I thought this was going to be a fun thing where, like, he shoots me in, like, the waist, and then everybody comes and checks on me, and they're like, oh, no, Rudo, you're dead. And then I open up my jacket pocket to show that 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 mine was stopped by my championship belts. (laughs) Not in this case. By your two championship belts. Yeah, but no, nope. Just sort of dead, hanging against a wall. Um, And after that fun uh, event. It's Kim's turn. I am still flying on my albatross. Mm-hmm. Um, there are weak spots exposed. So, on the back, yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna dump my gonna dump all my violin. Okay. Roll to hit that and roll dexterity. Am I allowed to do that? Sure. Uh, Remember you have two. Fine. How long does haste last for? Uh, up to ten turns, but it can be break, broken with uh, concentration. So oh, okay. if I take damage, I have to roll or check mm-hmm. to keep it up. What'd you roll on this one? What I add six plus what from your haste? dexterity minus oh right. plus what from haste? Uh, it's a uh, haste gives a bonus to dex saving throws, not oh saving throws, not in general. Yeah. Oh, so thirteen. All right, you hit it. You okay. pour it on one of its spots, and it sizzles and burns through. Do you have to and... roll this? Do you? No. Oh no. And then um, you can you have another action. I'm gonna. It sizzles? Yeah. Mm, did Raul use his? Yeah, his is, like, he threw it in the mouth, remember? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I'm gonna hit it where it hurts. Okay. Oh, I definitely hit. 16 plus, like, 20-something. Okay. Yeah, you hit it. I mean, if 13 hit it, then 20-something mm-hmm. hits it. Yeah. And then... Four. Okay. Um, it's dead. It's not dead. It's so dead. Ramovic, it's your turn. Okay, can I hit the exposed uh, skin or whatever with the suicide orb? Uh, I mean, technically, yes. Okay, so it's a no. <laughs> but it seems I, uh... like Eddie has a plan. He said he had a plan, but it doesn't seem like he's going to expose his plan. No, I'm not going to tell you <laughs> something, a way to defeat the beast. 
the uh, the doctor, if your call mentioned that you have, it would be wisest to get the suicide bomb, as we call it, inside of the beast somehow. In <laughs> does it have a booty hole? You tell me. No, it does not. It has no booty hole. That's why he's so mad. Yeah. Is it like a piggy bank? Where like we can just like it doesn't slip have a, it in? a fun slot. No. We gotta break him to get on deer out. Got it. Uh, I would like to fire a flame bolt, not mm-hmm. at the exposed slots, but at whatever carapace is left uh, protecting uh, the skin or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I do that? Is that good? Yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect. So I'm gonna roll the hit. It's a 17. It hits. I do 15 damage. Uh, a few more kind of spots open up. On the... Are they the same? No, it's like bigger. You know, like you're just opening up more and more. Okay. Um, and now it is the Tarasque's turn. And it's still kind of slumped over on the ground. But it's going to fire a spine at Ramovic. Thank uh, fuck. Uh, what's your AC? Uh, my AC is uh, 15. Does this one does hit you? It does hit you good. Pretty good. It, it has modifiers. Okay. Because I, I, I see you looking at it has huge modifiers. Oh, okay. Um, what's your hit points? Wait, it hits me. Yeah. Uh, then can I, as a reaction, cast shield to get plus five to my AC? Does that help me? I'm a twenty. Yeah, it does. I expend one of my spell slots and cast shield as a reaction. So you you do that, and it, it how do you is shield like a bubble? That's how I imagine it. That's how I assume it would work. Yeah, okay. like I raise my hand, and a invisible force mm-hmm. extends it's, that it's, blocks the projectile, and it it like is flying at you, and it goes ricocheting away. Maybe um, I'm not sure. <laughs> that that that's what we're going with. Okay. Um. It ricochets off and hits Camulo, Camulo and kills her. Is that it? <laughs> um, I want to help my pals. Uh, can I save them? I can well, cure wounds. You can. I'm Would dead. be cool. Uh, do you remember how many turns your spirit animal lasts for? Two. Do you remember how many <laughs> you used it for? This is the, that was the second one. So you're kind of on the third turn now. Yeah, I fall. Just you sort fall. of fall a hundred sort of feet. Fall. Uh, but I, I'm right above the terrace. Exactly. Yes. So I fall on it. Yes. And I slide down. He's, isn't he on his back legs? Oh yes. no! Yeah. yeah. So he's he's at a slant. You're gonna take some fall damage because you're falling from the sky onto a. I'm not that far above him. You want to do a Fred Flintstone fun slide? <laughs> yep. I'm not that far above him. You, like... you didn't ask me to tell you how far I was. I'm only three feet above him. Okay. Because otherwise it wouldn't have been accurate to pour the vial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You're right. I'm three feet. So, you so I'm sliding down. Okay, that's going to Zero use, damage. That's going to use one of your t- turns, though. Okay. So now you get another one. Cool. I'm going to hit you. Why? With my... Because you made me feel bad. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, I hope you know as soon as you didn't, like, do anything with the bird at the end of the last one, I was like, oh, this is going to be sick. <laughs> What was I supposed to do? <laughs> like land or like send it away or like. I'm not sending it anywhere. Send me on my way. Okay. Um, uh, um I want to help my friends. Okay. Like, uh, Rudo's dead. Okay. And is Ramovic seriously hurt? No, he's. No, I'm fine. Can I cure his wounds? Can I, can I help him? 
Yeah, let's go. Let's go help Ramovic out. Uh, cure wounds because I think you can like stabilize him. But let me just check. I would like him to not be dead. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Um, let's say yeah, sure. Let's say for the sake of this cure wounds, it says uh, regains a number of hit points equal to one d eight plus your spellcasting ability modifier. So he's at like negative eight right now. Okay. So let's so roll for that. You get to him and you cure wounds on him. I, I, One okay. uh, d8 plus your spellcasting modifier. Four plus. No, spellcasting is on the next oh. page. Or the third one. Plus four. No. Oh wait, am I reading this wrong? Yes. Spellcasting ability modifier is that spell attack bonus? Oh. Let's just say it is. So four plus five. Nine. You stabilize him at one HP. Okay. He's back. Am I still sort of pinned to a wall? Uh, let's say you aren't. Great. Let's say you're at the wall, but you're not pinned to it. Did Gigantic Larry get anything? Gigantic Larry, like, flew away. Oh, okay, okay. He fucking shattered. Yeah. Um, and now it is... Ramovic's turn. My turn again? Wonderful. Yeah, because um, you, you did a reaction before. We're, we'll just say you can do that. I don't know if you can, but I allowed it. Rea- you can do reactions. Yeah, shield okay. is meant as a reactionary spell. Okay. Uh, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many of the spikes are left on the Tarrasque, and how much is the exposed area? Like, I mean, a lot of it is exposed. Let's say 40% is exposed. All right, so... How much of the still covered area can I get in a twenty foot by twenty foot radius sphere? An okay chunk of it. A decent chunk. I would like to cast fireball right into the middle of a like a forest of spikes to try and deforest it off. That sounds great. Awesome. Go for it. Rolls a deck save, Mm -hmm. and uh, it takes eight d six fire damage on a failed save, and half that on a successful save. Roll that full fire damage. Uh, 28. Ouch. And it takes plus 5 due to my draconic origin feature. Ooh. Okay. So you just blast off a huge chunk of this kind of space on the Tarrasque. Um, now, is the exposed skin the same as before, or is there something unique about this newly no. revealed? No, it's no, the same as like the rest of it. Um, And now the centaurs with this big exposed area have begun, since, since they had their battles with the little monstrosities, begin flinging vials of uh, nice. blood at the exposed area, which oh. hits the Tarasca it, like, sizzles. Mm-hmm. Um, and it still can't move. Um, now it's Rito's turn. All right. Um, He's only at one HP. You're at yeah. one HP. I'm going to weakly uh, just sort of cough to get attention. And uh-huh. then I'm gonna um probably gonna hit that uh wholeness of body thing and uh regain some hit points real quick, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. Go for it. Uh so it's hit points equal to three times my level, so it's that's uh I have twenty five hit points now. Mm-hmm. Um and then I'm gonna use a key point to do to do the um let me see which one it is. Uh patient defense. So I can I'm gonna dodge as my bonus action for this one. So you just have, like, a dodge prepared? 
Yeah, just for the, so for the next turn, like all attacks against me have disadvantage and shit. Okay, just in case. Um, it is the Tarask's turn, and it begins to stand up. On uh, it like tries to put its weight on its front two legs, and it sends a bunch of centaurs flying. It gets up, and it stands for a minute before roaring, and it collapses again. Huh. Down. And as it does this, its head kind of slams into the ground. It, like, bounces up. And then just kind of lays there. Mm-hmm. As its hind legs also collapse from beneath it, and it kind of falls on its belly. Tight. And, uh... We win! As it sits there, you hear, like, a really loud sizzling noise. And the Tresk is kind of... Bacon! Laying, you know, totally prone on the ground. And its mouth is slightly open. Oh. Ondir's coming out! And from out of its mouth crawls... Gigantic Larry. Huh! (laughs) Hey, guys! What the fuck, bud? Um... You know that whole suicide bomb? I figured I might take things into my own hands for once instead of relying on dad. <laughs> are, are you are you good, though? You you made it out? I mean, I just kind of went down there and dropped it off and shot myself back up. Awesome. Did you see Andir in there? Oh, he was very dead. Oh, man. I'm sorry you had to see that. So, uh... Thanks. I did it. Gigantic Larry did it. Thanks, Gigantic Larry. Thank you, Gigantic Larry. The hero that we needed. The centaurs clang yeah. their weapons together. When we couldn't do shit. Gigantic, gigantic, gigantic. Gigantic. Um, I, I kneel down before Gigantic Larry and I say, my liege, and I strap my outer championship belt around his thorax. Mm. Oh boy, I always wanted to be IWGP heavyweight champion. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, threw tears, I say, go ace. Congratulations, you've solved the Tarask puzzle. <laughs> you've solved it by I, going long enough so that I would just do it. Yeah. I was hey. 100% sure that uh, was like a misleading thing because recently you had like a a, a God of War tweet. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, there's no way he's going to have us like try to get inside the mouth of this giant turtle. Already, I, I thought we were going to have to do it because of God of War. You already went inside the whale. Okay, yeah, but true. again, the the God of War tweet made me think yeah. there's no way this is going to be how we end this. Just to go a little behind the scenes on this one, to get yeah. a little into the nitty gritty, that was a clutch shield, Ramovic, because if that went bad, we would have had a very different outcome to this fight. Oh. Let's say a certain right. spider may not have survived. <laughs> <laughs> the Thuras, the evil has been defeated. And uh it's just kinda dead in the middle of the city. Can we can we do something with it? Can I hit so, my finisher on it? You can do your finisher on it. With one cool. HP. I um I I take out the dice that I stole from the dick sucking frogs mm-hmm. and oh, yes. I I roll them and I say, Looks like your luck just ran out. Mm-hmm. And I do a a big fucking moonsault right onto okay. his soft, smooth tummy. Okay. And you just kinda cover him for this recount. Yeah. Uh, and everyone claps, and they love it. Cool. So, we're just gonna do a little bit of a time skip 
Okay. To one year to the day after the Tarasque was defeated. We're feeding. all wearing glasses now. We're all wearing glasses to show time has passed. <laughs> and we've all gathered in a Waterdeep City Square to sell up, to remember those we lost in battle. Uh. <laughs> and remember the time the Tarasque was defeated at the unveiling of a new monument. Uh, and who's who's the mayor of Waterdeep? It's got to be yeah. Gigantic Larry, right? Oh, no, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. Oh, okay. Mayor Waterdeep is there. Uh-huh. And he says in a regular voice, thank you all for joining me today. It's been one year, as as you've already known, since, <laughs> to the day since the Tarasque was defeated. And Time sure flies. By a brave group of warriors. But I see it fit to honor one who nearly sacrificed everything to save his friends. I present to you the gigantic Larry monument of success. Mm. And he takes off a big sheet, which reveals a huge, uh, gigantic Larry with a very small Tarasque in its chompers. Pretty nice. good. And gigantic Larry says, I took some liberties with the design, but I think the sentiment is so <laughs> And then everyone claps. Mm-hmm. Designed then- by Rex, right? The monument. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every, then, that's the smoke that Gigantic Larry can breathe. And everybody comes in and has a huge party. And everyone comes in and has a huge party. All my friends from everything. And then everyone's clapping and cheering and hugging. And then the camera goes, like, slowly zooms into Gigantic Larry's face. And he says, I hope that this has been fantastically satisfying. Aww. Aww. Star wife. Star That's wife. it. We did it. I I remembered I had an oath bow. You, you did have an oath <laughs> bow. Where you could have said a power word to kind of... Swift defend... Def, no, swift defeat to my enemies. And I say swift death to you have who have wronged me. Mm-hmm. And then I can do a whole lot of stuff. You can do more damage. With my oath bow. I mean, that was on there the whole time. I forgot about that. I did too. And at first I'm reading it and it's like D... D20 plus 6. And I was like, okay. Uh-huh. 1D8 plus 3. I was like, okay, that's normal. Uh-huh. And then it said 3D6 for damage. Like, I could have fucking taken this Tarasque down. Yeah. If only we played this at a time when we remembered everything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I could have just looked down. You could have also done that. <laughs> if only I, I liked it. Eyes. And, uh, congratulations, you done it. It feels yeah. good to actually have a nice conclusion to this. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Eddie. Instead of leaving it uh, undone, undone, and and it's a good thing Gigantic Larry survived. <laughs> yeah, you, well, he, he was a true you. hero all along. He yeah. was the real hero of the show. Fan all favorite. day, I was like, Eddie's gonna fucking kill Gigantic Larry today. That was my <laughs> one thing I was sure of in my prediction. Listen, I didn't want to, but if the die rolled in a certain way, ah, yeah. Wait, but if yeah. I didn't hit the shield, then Gigantic Larry would have died. No, but then only like. Kimula would have been left. And that would have uh, been bad What are you odds. trying to say? That those odds did not look good. Well, then she would have, in a panic, remembered her oath bow. Yeah, right. true. We, we can't predict what would have happened. We only know what did happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's fantastic satisfaction. I'm satisfied fantastic. Thank you for all these years of listening. Yeah, <laughs> our second longest running podcast. Is uh, when over. did it start? Like two years ago. Mm-hmm. We did it. The story is over. And uh, 
Maybe one day we'll play a new story, but... Yeah, maybe someday. Until I am done student teaching, that's not going to happen. Yeah. We can always pop into the fantasy Wawa, whatever. <laughs> whenever oh, yeah, true. Whenever I edit that, that we did over <laughs> three years ago or whatever. What was it? When we played with Roy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll find that and dredge it up and post it. That's eventually. fine. <laughs> just, if you're bored. Yeah, if I ever just have the free time kind of. Yeah. No, I'm, you know, I'm not fantastically like satisfied. Right now for not how I have like another two weeks of free time, yeah. You, yeah, and how you've had a whole month off. So you have Yakuza- a big Fire and Blood thing to read, I'm sure. You know, I, Yakuza Kiwami isn't going to play itself. So Every time yeah. I open my PlayStation, I see that you're playing God of War. You're very... I'm done. I beat it. It's a good game. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. Yeah, I interrupted Eddie like right as the credits were rolling, and I was like, Eddie, can I tell you about a very like dumb fact that I know? And I probably told him like the stupidest thing, and he was like, "Oh, well, I just finished my favorite game in the world." It's not my favorite game in the world. You think every game I play is my favorite game in the world? You don't ever tell me what your favorite game in the world is. Shadow of the Colossus. Oh yeah. That's oh, I was thinking fun. about picking that up on PS4. Actually, it's good. It's my favorite game in the world. Oh, good to know. That's why you it's put like a twenty big bones. I might get it. Did it. Did it look like anything like that? Big shadow guy? No, that's like a, a humanoid. This is like a, a beast. Okay. So thank you, uh, Brooks, as Rudo Cherry Wine. Yeah, I, I walk out on stage and I do the the dip. Uh, Kim as Cumulonimbus. Mm-hmm. I just bend over and do a big fart. And <laughs> not even a back bend, huh? Just nope. back bend, not a. It's a front bend, not a jerk off motion. Yeah. I'm I am a classy lady and uh Reiny as Ramovic Chergova. Mm-hmm. Uh th- thank you. Chergova. 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 It's one of the Mario. default names in the player handbook. <laughs> it's a good name. <laughs> thank you. So there you have it. R- Runty Cherry Man, Crumby Nimbus and Reiny Cherryman and we all did it and I'm Eddie the Dungeon Man and we did it. And we'll see you Thanks, Eddie. in seven years when we play again. Yeah. You did good, Eddie. Thank you. Featuring new stuff. We'll do it. Is that the Little House on the Prairie theme song? Open the door. Good song. <laughs> Why are you rubbing my back? Because I'm like proud of you. Thank you. And also, yeah. I'm just really happy that this game is over. You did. Okay. Well, see you later. See you later. Thanks, friends.